Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com welcome to meathead test kitchen where food fitness and mental health come to hang out nutrition training and life it's all fair game on mtk meathead test kitchen welcome to meathead test kitchen a podcast where we want you to be your best self i'm sasha I'm Sadie. And we haven't done a gym episode in a little while, so it's fall, bitches. And we're going to be celebrating all the good things, uh, including all the spooky things. I already slammed a pumpkin spice uh, cold foam thing. Yes, verified. I, oh, I synced it. Those are so good. A tall. That's a no, venti, venti, baby. A venti. Yeah, <laughs> the tall is the medium. I forget. It was, yeah. Fall and spooky season are upon us, and we're we're very excited about it. But even though it's ninety four degrees, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Midwest. It's fucking the, weird here. <laughs> this week we're talking risk versus reward. So let's get nerdy about lifting heavy shit. Uh, you know, like TLDR, how we feel about it. We're big fucking fans of it. But why? I mean, we haven't. We've talked about it a little bit. I feel like, but we haven't really like dug into a lot of the super technical shit behind why. Mm-hmm. Which if you are just, you know, a new lifter or even, you know, like an intermediate lifter, you might not think of. Yeah. Like not that you don't care to look. It's that you don't know what you don't know. So how can you research something if you don't know it exists? It's one of those things. Um, So like we're going to do that today. It's going to get very fucking technical. And uh, if any point you need to hit pause and Google something, (laughs) fucking feel free. But also the show notes will be up at me at testkitchen.com. Um, for all that shit. And I, I put the studies and everything that yep. were referenced um, at Links the bottom. Are always so. at the bottom if you need the receipts because that shit's important. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the risk. Um, so we're going to start the episode on the low end and then we're going to build up to the high note. Um, when looking into this topic, it was fairly difficult to find a lot of articles or resources discussing the disadvantages or risks of lifting weights. However, when sifting through a few and like the few far between ones that we did find, we were able to find a couple things, mainly having to do with over training, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about that before. Yes. Yep. Um, We have a couple of episodes that we touch on that in. TLDR, it's bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, When trying to build muscle and lose fat at the same time, one might gain weight according to the scale. Yes. Um, And this is usually because in the increase in the number on the scale might actually be due to gaining muscle and not fat. 
Muscle weighs more than fat. Mm -hmm. Muscle Mm -hmm. weighs more than fat. I'm going to say that again because I know it really fucks with your brain when you are working your ass off at the gym multiple days a week for weeks and months and years on end and you feel like shit's not changing and then you see the number on the scale go up. This is why we say the scale is just a, they're just a metric. Yes. It doesn't have anything to do with how much work you're doing or not doing. It doesn't have anything to do with who you are as a person. It doesn't have any fucking value other than how much gravity has to pull you back to the planet. Yes. On a given day. (laughs) On any given day. And it could be more in the morning because you haven't taken your morning duke yet. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's such a bad fucking metric if you're going only on your weight alone. And we did for a really long time. And that's why this thing is so hard to fucking shed. Yeah. Fuck the scale. Like if you need one to have it, that's fine. Yeah. Keep it there, but don't use it every day. And like... Also, don't overtrain. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But like, so so like muscle is going to weigh more than fat. And that's not our opinion. That's a scientific fact. You can Google it. It will tell you. I don't remember the exact proportion. I think a pound of muscle weighs as much as five pounds of fat. Technically, a pound of anything is going to weigh the same. It's how much volume does it take up? Because if you really want to get into semantics, a pound of feathers is going to weigh as much as a pound of shit. It's still a pound. Right. Yeah. How much volume is involved. Exactly. So muscle takes up less space. So you might be putting more weight on, but you're noticing that your body is becoming more compact. Mm-hmm. That's what it's Tighter. supposed to do. Yeah. That's what you want. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. So don't pay atten- so much attention to that. I mean, I think that, you know, we, we've actually <laughs> talked about this ad nauseum on mm-hmm. this podcast, but... And that we will was, forever. <laughs> just don't get so caught up on in the numbers that are being displayed on the scale. Yeah. Yeah, it has nothing to do with anything other than how much gravity has to pull you back to earth. Yeah. So starting a workout plan is with like too much intensity or like too high of a daily demand. Like if it's too hard for you to do off the gate, dial it back. Mm -hmm. You're not going to want to continue to do something you fucking hate. Yeah. Like So we're talking about like weightlifting programs specifically today. Um, so lifting too much weight or working out too long or for too many days without recovery can actually lead to injury in improper form. Yeah. Why does it lead to improper form? Because when your body is tired, your form breaks down. Right. When your muscles are tired, your form breaks down. Exactly. Well, and if you're lifting too much weight, it might be difficult to achieve proper form. Yes. So if you're having issues achieving proper form, just take some of the weight off. It's not going to to hinder your results. You're taking care of your body. i we would rather see you be at lower weight and having proper form versus improper form, too much weight, and then injuring yourself because nobody likes being injured and not being able to do anything at all. As um, a, yeah, as a personal trainer that frequents the internet every day because it's where I work, I would much rather see you eat your pride and ask to grass squat 95 pounds than fucking quarter or half squat 135. Why? Right. Because your form on the ass to grass is going to be a lot better than the one that's way too fucking heavy for you to handle right now. Exactly. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to be able to lift it or that you're a shit lifter because you can't fucking lift two 45 pound plates. Like, right. guess what? Not a lot of people can. Yeah. The amount of people that can actually lift more than two 45 pound plates on anything is actually really small when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much stuff you see on the internet. Yeah. Um, obviously, that lends itself to, you know, you see a bunch of stuff that d- isn't necessarily super achievable in, in norm- for the normal average person. And you know how we know this? Because we can squat. At one point, I was squatting 205 pounds at the commercial gym, and all the dudes would stop and watch because they're like, damn, this girl's going to squat 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like. It's not that common. Even if you see it on Instagram all the time, you have to remember that those people are getting paid to be that fit. Yeah. And there's also like 
billions of people in the world. Yes. So the, the percentage of people who are doing those things is pretty small, even though you see it on the internet. All yeah, the time. you're getting a curated stream of things that is brought to you by algorithms that study your every move on the app. Like it's right. not a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. Um, but lifting too much weight or moving in an unusual manner in an effort to build muscles could result in a muscle tear as well as damage to lim- ligaments and tendons um, to the surrounding soft tissue. So obviously you don't want to injure yourself. Uh, we have a whole entire episode talking about coming back from injury and mm. it isn't fun. No, it sucks. It sucks. I'm still doing it and it still fucking sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks less. I graduated from PT today, bitches. Um, But yeah, no, it sucks. Don't get injured. I mean, if you can avoid it, fine. Good. Do it. This is why we talk about having good form. It's why good form is so fucking important. It trumps everything else. It sure does. It sure does. And one thing I don't think we've touched on before is muscle dysmorphia. So we've talked about body dysmorphia before, Mm -hmm. and that is when you just don't feel like you belong in your body Mm -hmm. or you don't like it. Like there's a bunch of different things that can manifest is like, it's not necessarily you have to fall into this box. Like it can be a bunch of things. And we'll touch more on what body dysmorphia is in a second too. So this, this disorder is based on social pressure for males to be muscular and large. Um, a possible lack of muscularity could be perceived as like malformation, um, considering that this type of phenotype, which means, you know, this type of person, mm-hmm. um, they seem to not share the same psychopathological core of eating disorders as say women do. Mm-hmm. We're wired differently. You've heard that before. It's not a cliche. We, we literally, f- our brains, the circuits fire differently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a study that suggests that muscle dysmorphia should eventually be categorized as a subtype of body dysmorphic disorder. So like TLDR, if you are on the internet and you see a picture of Kim Kardashian where she has fucking airbrushed out, dude, she airbrushed out her trapezius muscle and the internet is fucking blowing her up for it today. It's like, wow, dude, you need trap muscles. How the fuck you think right. you're going to move your neck? Right. Like, can't lift your arm. <laughs> like, why are you fucking photoshopping out? You so yeah. she, like her trap was like a straight line, and she just like weird. That's just weird. Like, why do you want everybody to think? Well, you're she a probably didn't neck. do that. Somebody else obviously did that. I don't know that, why but. they keep fucking photoshopping photos. We've been busting them on this shit for years. Yeah. Just fucking stop. We know that you're fallible fucking humans. We don't care. Right. Exactly. People hate you because you think that you you have to be perfect. No, it's not yeah. attainable. It's fucking unrealistic. Please stop. You're annoying. <laughs> An open fucking letter to the Kardashians. Sign me at Test Kitchen. But fuck, like. Uh. Oh, <laughs> so body dysmorphia can affect anyone. And mm-hmm. we see it talked about quite a bit in the fitness and nutrition space anymore. Yes. Um, some of the symptoms of BDD, as we will refer to it for the rest of this topic, are as follows. So being extremely preoccupied with a perceived flaw in appearance that others can't see. Yes. Um, could be your calf muscles if you are, you know, looking for a certain aesthetic. It could be your butt. It could mm-hmm. be that you don't think your arms are big enough. Right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Nobody can tell. Yeah, exactly. Um, strong belief that you have a defect in your appearance that makes you ugly or deformed. Um, belief that others take special notice of your appearance in a negative way or mock you. And there are people that do that and they're just yeah. shitty people. That's not you. Right. That's them. Yeah. That's that's a them problem. If not a somebody's you problem. coming at you for something that A, you can't help, B, you didn't do to hurt anybody, they can fuck off. Right. Like, and if it's something that's another thing too, and I know we've mentioned this before, but like if somebody can't fix something within five seconds, you shouldn't be commenting on it. Hey, you've got broccoli in your teeth. That's fine. Cool. Hey, you have sperm eyebrows. Sorry. Right. <laughs> 
Do you want to pay for face. them to get microbladed? Because right. I don't want to. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you have to look at them. I don't. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, why do I care? I don't have to fucking look at it. Right. Yeah. Sorry you don't like it. The person I live with doesn't seem to have a problem, so I guess I'm good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people need to quit fucking, like, tearing other people down for yes. how they look. You don't know shit about dick. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So engaging in behaviors aimed at fixing or hiding the perceived flaw that are difficult to resist or control, such as frequently checking the mirror, grooming, or skin picking. This can also be wearing certain types of clothing, mm-hmm. um, wearing oversized clothing, stuff like that. It mm-hmm. can be, again you won't fall into a specific box. Right. We're just listing these out because, you know, you may have experienced them and, and we're and telling you what body dysmorphia is. some of these things, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have BDD either. Yeah. So don't yeah. take that. It's like, if you are really concerned that you might go talk to a therapist. Yes, exactly. Go do that. Full yep. stop. Go talk to a therapist. We are not therapists. We yeah. are fucking random ass bitches that read you shit off of computers that we research on the internet every week. Yes. Yep. <laughs> There's a difference. So, like, attempting to hide perceived flaws with styling makeup or clothes. So, like, in older guys, you'll see the comb over. Yeah. Like, just shave it, man. We don't care. We don't care. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that your hair didn't want to work anymore and that your body said these conditions are bullshit and your hair pieced out. But we don't care if you're bald. Right. Nope. Don't give a shit. Zero people. I mean, that goes for the ladies, too. It doesn't matter. The they is the anybody. Who cares? Be bald. Like, being bald is awesome. It's so much less work. (laughs) Right. So much less work. Why do you think I shaved half my head? (laughs) (laughs) Less work. I only have to buy two boxes of hair color now instead of three. Like, it's awesome. But there's there's other things. Again, you're not going to necessarily fall into a certain box, but constantly comparing your appearance with others. This is the big one that you need to stop doing. Everybody does this. And to me, to say that you shouldn't do it would be fucking, you know, the pot calling the kettle black. But, like, it's not a good idea. Stay in your lane. You've heard us say it before. You are not them. You have no idea what their life looks like when they are not posting on Instagram for the other 23 hours of the day. Mm -hmm. You have no fucking clue. Yep. Context is important. You have no idea. Um, Remember that. Always. Please. For the love. Yeah. Um, (gasps) Frequently seeking reassurance about your appearance from others. Uh, Guilty. I do this a lot. And it's because my... My sister always had some fucking smart thing to say about what I would oh, wear. So they, I was every day, every day before today, I didn't do it because Phil's not here. But every time before we record, I literally walk into his office and I say, how's my face? And does my outfit look stupid? Hi, trauma, party right. one. What's up? But like, you don't need to seek reassurance all the time. If you love yourself, you don't always have to ask people right. if you're okay. And that's why we did the confidence episode last week too, because I think that a lot of us struggle with some of these things and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's important to point out. Um, another, another indicator might be having perfectionist tendencies, mm-hmm. um, seeking cosmetic procedures with little satisfaction and avoiding straight up avoiding social situations. Um, so while body dysmorphia can be on the extreme end of the risk scale, these were pretty much the only things that we could find on the risks of lifting heavy shit. Yeah. Like the other thing that I found was like to the other big thing besides BDD stuff that we found was like a don't overtrain, mm-hmm. but B like have realistic expectations. Right. Yeah. And don't use exercise as a form of punishment. Right. Well, um, for those of us, because I know it's going to be an awkward cut, there was a wasp in here. And so <laughs> I'm allergic and terrified of Not winged the, things with stingers. No, this was a hornet. Like and that thing was all black. So yeah, 
If it's a weird cut, that's what happened there. Um, we had to bounce at about 15 minutes to go stand outside yeah. the fucking garage and wait for this fucking hornet to leave. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, hornet. a hornet. It was a hornet. Uh, Is he here? See, now that was a fly, and now I'm going to be paranoid like the rest of the episode. Super vigilant ah. now. You're going to slap me. Super when sweating. You your hair I on don't your have arm. my emotional support napkin. It's over there. That's all right. Okay. Let's, let's get positive now. Let's talk about positives. Now that we had to evacuate the garage <laughs> due to a wasp sighting. All right. Let's get back to it. Okay. So resistance training stimulates increased muscle protein turnover and actually has a dual impact on your resting metabolic rate. So what does that mean? It makes your muscles grow and it means that your metabolic rate is going to be higher. Uh-huh. Um, in a study that we've linked below, they found that lifting weight boosts your resting metabolic rate. So when you are lifting weights and we tell you if you're one of our clients to eat 2,500 calories a day and you look at me like I'm growing a third fucking arm out of my (laughs) head, it's because you're going to be lifting weights and that's going to make your metabolism run faster. Again, not our opinion. Many, many years of scientific studies there to back it up. It's called the afterburn effect. When you're done working out, you get this afterburn effect. Yep. Depends on what you're doing, but it's shown that if you lift heavy, the afterburn effect lasts for quite a while. Right. Um, and I'll tell you how, exactly how long in just a moment. Yes. Uh, resistance training results in greater muscle mass that requires more energy at rest for ongoing tissue maintenance. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about your resting metabolic rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, resistance training causes tissue microtrauma. We've talked about that before, too, that requires relatively large amounts of energy for muscle remodeling. Um, processes that may persist for up to 72 hours after the training session itself. So if you think that you're lifting hard and you're only doing a certain weight and you're not taxing your muscles enough and you feel like you're not seeing results, it's because you're not lifting heavy enough. Or it might be because you're not eating enough. But either way, eat more and then lift heavy and see what happens. Like this microtrauma is, so the way that we've talked about this a million times, but if you're new to the podcast and you don't know how muscles are built, your your muscles get bigger when you tear them. Yep. And then they get bigger when they come back. They mm-hmm. grow back bigger than they were before. Right. Um, so that's how you get muscle mass. So to do those tears, sometimes once you get into an established level of fitness, it's going to require quite a bit different, either different training or heavier training to yep. get this goal. Yep. And that's why you'll see the brick shit houses at the gym lifting fucking 535 deadlifts. It's because they've been doing it for a decade. Exactly. Yep. Their muscles are okay with that. They can do a fucking warm up that is three times your one rep max because their muscles are used to it. Yep. And so they have to challenge them more. Yes. And yeah. that's so like that's the thing about growing your muscles. A, you need food because as we said, you have to have your your metabolic rate needs to be higher to build muscle. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work to build and your body building is no different than anything else that you would build. Yep. Um So more recent studies have found a similar boost in resting energy expenditure from five to 9% for three days following a single session of resistance training. So not only is this awesome because one, if you only have three or four days a week to train, you're fucking set. Mm -hmm. You're after burning on your days off and you're also building on your days off because rest days are when your muscles get built. Yep. And sleep. During sleep. Yep. That is the magic (laughs) muscle builder. Food, sleep, heavy shit. Yep. That's it. That's how you get muscles, TLDR. I mean, there's there's more to it, obviously, because, you know, people have fucking entire degrees and, you know, it's obviously not that simple, but like if you are struggling with building muscle, look at those three things. And then one of those things is probably going to give you an answer of what you need to work on. Um, So from that same peer review study, they found that lifting shit helps with physical function as well. So aging 
usually comes from the gradual decrease in physical function that negatively impacts the ability to perform activities of daily living. Research has revealed that lifting weights can reverse some of those effects because it just, you keep everything running, it remembers how to work. If you don't use things, you're going to untrain and like your muscles are no different. You will atrophy. Exactly. Uh, I'm currently working on putting muscle mass back on my left leg after surgery because of that exact thing. Exactly. I've, I've been going to physical therapy and I see these people that have never exercised before and the effects on their bodies now when they're in their, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties. And I like, I left and I was like, Phil, I don't want to be that person. Like right. fitness keeps you young. It, yep. it keeps yep. you feeling young and it keeps you looking young. Yep. Look at Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is in his fifties and that guy looks like he hasn't aged a day over fucking 35. Right. Yeah. Also, don't be evil, but like <laughs> fitness yeah. keeps you young. Yeah. So like even in the elderly, you can reverse some of those effects if you get them on a, you know, a light impact fitness routine. It doesn't exactly. even have to so, be anything crazy. For example, in one study um, in, in nursing home res- residents with the average age of 89, they had them performing one set of six resistance machine exercises two times a week for 14 weeks. And at the end of that training period, participants increased their overall strength by 60% and improved their functional independence by 14%. Other studies support resistance training by older adults for enhancing movement control, functional abilities, physical performance, and even walking speed. If you want to read more about that, Dr. Stacey Sims, our homegirl, has yeah. written about this, and we talk about it a little bit on our episode with her a couple couple months back. Mm-hmm. Like, she still trains her grandma, and her yeah. grandma is like, she was like in her late 80s, early 90s, I don't yeah. remember, or in her, she's old, she's older, yeah. like she's up there, like good good for for Dr. Sims's grandma. Yeah. It's fucking awesome to be around for that long and still kick it. But she's completely independent because she trains every day yeah. or every other day or whatever their schedule is. Yeah. Like it's, and it doesn't require a lot. You just saw they did one movement of six exercises or one rep or one, Jesus yeah. Christ, one set of six <laughs> exercises. Like it does, you don't have to move mountains. It can be a 20 or 30 minute walk. Yeah. It can be doing 15 minutes of calisthenics in your basement. Right. It's whatever you have time calisthenics, for. Calisthenics, by the way, I think people don't exactly know what that is. We're not talking about like doing butterfly pull-ups. It's like bodyweight exercises. You're doing air squats. Yeah. You're doing sit-ups. You're doing things like that. Yeah. Calisthenics, by definition, are gymnastic exercises to achieve bodily fitness and grace of movement. So like yep. air squats, um, calf raises, yes. like stuff like that. Yep. So... Um, misnomers that people think that yeah you need yeah. to do an ab calisthenics isn't like jumping over shit and and things like that it's no. it's a lot less complicated yeah. than that it's not box jump. that's plyometric yes training. There the, you people go. get them confused yes lift weights for your bones and we've talked about this a little before but according to the national osteoporosis foundation about 10 million american adults 8 million of which are women ladies mm-hmm. and those who don't have the Y chromosome, be listening up for this because this is going to be an issue for you as you get older, have osteoporosis and almost 35 million others have insufficient bone mass or osteopenia. So I don't know if I said that right, but I'm pretty sure yes. that's how you say it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Podcasting is yeah. mispronouncing words you've only read before all the time. But um, I know how to use it. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, so like it's, it's a problem and it's become more relevant in training, like knowledge that women are training differently than men. And mm-hmm. it's really important to put that high weight resistance on your bones. If you don't have a Y chromosome, yep. why we, I 
don't, we're going to tell I don't, you. I, I, yeah, we're literally we are, gonna, we about gonna to tell you. <laughs> we are going to tell you, but like, just just trust us on this. Like, yeah. this isn't the first time we've heard it. It won't be the last time you're going to hear us talk about it. But yep. if you don't have a Y chromosome, you should be already lifting weights. Yes. Uh, and using face cream. Yeah. <laughs> there are several studies that link muscle loss with bone density mm-hmm. loss. Um, and it's been shown that adults who do not perform resistance training may experience 1% to 3% reduction in bone mineral density or BMD every year of life. That's scary. Yes, it is. That's why it's important to lift shit. It doesn't even have to be heavy. It just needs to be some kind of resistance training, which would include lifting weights. Yeah. You could do body body weight and band stuff. Like if you wanted to do squat presses with your bands and do totally fine. It's resistance training. It doesn't matter what kind of resistance training. If you like med ball training or kettlebell training, it doesn't fucking matter. Whatever that that looks like. It's going to be beneficial for you later in life. Yes. If not right freaking now. Yes. So of course it can be assumed that exercises like lifting weights and other forms of resistance training can increase your bone density. And the majority of the studies do support this. Again, it's not anything new. It's not anything old, but like sometimes I feel like that is something that does get glossed over because it's not a sexy fitness fact. Right. You should lift weights so you don't get osteoporosis. Sign up to our fucking YouTube channel. Like, right. Yeah. I sound like a fucking old lady, which I am on the (laughs) internet, but like, it's it's nothing new, nothing old. Lift heavy shit so that you don't lose your bone mass. Yes. Yep. It's also good for your muscles. Keeps you flexible. Yes. And there are several studies that are linked in the specific study that we used for this episode in the show notes. But several of these studies have shown significant increase in bone density after just four months of resistance training. That is a third of a year. So if you think that it's not, you're not having any progress or any growth happening in the first six months of you lifting weights, you're fucking wrong. There are so many things that are happening that you don't even know, dude. Exactly. It's, it's so, (laughs) I think it's like the reason that it was important for us to put this in this episode is because I don't think it's talked about enough, Uh -uh. especially for women. Um, We obviously know at this point, if you haven't listened to the episode, episode with Stacey Sims. We need to have her on again, by the way. Yes, we do. Um, but she talked she specifically. She an entire book about menopause, by exactly. the way. Exactly. Um, but she talked about some of these very things and why it's so important specifically for females, femmes um, to be lifting because yes. um, we are at a significantly higher risk for osteoporosis. Lift heavy shit for your muscles, including the one in your dome. So the mental health benefits of resistance training for adults include, but are not limited to, reduction of symptoms in people with fatigue, anxiety, and depression, pain alleviation in people with osteoarthritis, fibromyalgia, and low back issues, improvements in cognitive abilities in older adults, and improvements in self-esteem. So we're going to talk really quick about osteoarthritis and fibromyalgia. Both are huge chronic pain diseases Mm -hmm. that really fucking suck yep um but studies have come out if showing if you strengthen your bones and your joints and your muscles you can relieve some of these things Mm -hmm. which i know sounds counterintuitive because it's gonna hurt but Mm -hmm. it only hurts until it doesn't anymore yep and that's gonna be the same like principle if you have a certain chronic pain disorder or you don't if you have chronic pain you can still live a different lifestyle alleviate some yes um i mean i have a friend that has fucking multiple sclerosis and like him changing his diet losing a bunch of weight because he was overweight Mm -hmm. um he lost like 100 pounds and picked up a fitness routine that wasn't anything like balls to the wall but he improved his quality of life immensely Mm. and you can do that too if you're also living with chronic pain you just need to hire somebody that knows what they're doing yep and it might like, it's one of those things where that might be a conversation with your doctor. Yes. Like, yes. Hey, I want to do this. Do you have any recommendations? Yep. 
That's not a fucking look somebody up and call Sadie and be like, hey, phone yeah. call. You yep. need a specialist. Consult with that. your doctor first to see what things are within your reach uh-huh. and attainable and then go from there. Physicals are extremely important yep. before you start a fitness routine yes. for the first time. And for blood anybody, work probably. But especially yes. if you have chronic pain yep. or, or uh, any other health concerns. Yeah. But it's also getting a, a physical or any kind of assessment before embarking on a journey like that, especially if you haven't started one before, is imperative just because your doctor is going to pick up anything that you might not be aware of um, and then guide you in the right direction of, of a plan or something that you can be doing to, to help your health. Yeah, like you might not know that you're anemic. Yeah. Unless you go to the doctor and have a blood test, you might want to do a plant-based diet, which you can do, but you need to supplement with other things. Yeah. If you like, you don't know what your blood is doing. You don't know what your kidneys or your liver or your heart are doing. Like you don't have fucking getting app a physical for those. and getting a labs done before you embark on something like this is is it's imperative. Is imperative. Yeah. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You yeah. got to do it. If do you it. haven't done it before, I won't take you on as a client unless you've yeah. you can tell me that you've had a, a physical. physical recently if you're just now picking up fitness for the first time. Like, yep. So strength training can also help us maintain hormonal health. And we've talked about how your fitness and your hormonal health are related. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important because your hormones drive everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You have sex hormones and they run the fucking show. Yep. They manifest how everything your body yeah. does, does things. And like, we're not talking about like sex hormones. We're talking no. about the, <laughs> the ones, the ones that are <laughs> because humans, humans do make both. Testo- yes. All humans yes. make both testosterone and estrogen. It just depends on which fucking cocktail you're on. Yep. Like, do you yep. want more of one or more of the other? That's up to you. Yes. Um, but studies are starting to link strength training in, to anxiety relief too, um, which is no surprise for us mm-hmm. because that's something that we've been using as a tool to fight our anxiety for a while now. Yes. Um, we've talked about it before. If you lift weights, you can reduce your anxiety by up to 20%. A fifth less anxiety, please. one less anxious day a week. Sign me up. Fucking yes, please. Hello. Let's go. Um, this research also says that this works because the repetition of training has likely led to a sense of mastery, which can help with your confidence and coping skills. Yes. Know that for a fact. Yep. Um, research also says that biological changes in the brain and muscles that come from lifting work together to fight anxiety symptoms. So this is a topic that is still being researched. Um, so we are sure that we're going to learn a lot more about this in the future. And again, if you need receipts, all that stuff is on the show notes page. Yes. Um, so did you know that strength training can help improve your memory and fight cognitive decline? What? What? Because it can. Uh, 70 to 150 minutes of weekly movement, like lifting weights, has led to improved cognitive skills in older people. Yes. Again, lifting makes you young, not only physically, but also mentally. Yes. I believe that that also is outlined by the CDC. Mm -hmm. Um, I had that pulled up earlier today. I believe it's the CDC. I can double check on that and link it in the show notes. But that is the minimum amount that you have to do. And really, that's... You're talking about 10 minutes a day, yeah, 70 that's, minutes. That's it. Yeah. You can handle 10 minutes a day. Yeah, for sure. 15 minutes every five days if you, or for five days, if you don't want to do every day, like right. that's nothing. You can totally do that. You stare at your phone while you're sitting on the toilet for longer than that some yep. days, I bet. Yep. 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 I say that because I do that. 
Like, if you have you time to do that, you can make time to move your body for Just 10 minutes. It's fine. It's you can scroll on your phone while you're doing that. <laughs> if you really Just want to. Get, Just don't get hit by a be, car. Be, be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But if it's that important to you, you could do that while you're on a stroll. You can TikTok and walk around the block at the same time, exactly. I guess. Exactly. If you really want to. <laughs> if you want to. That's your prerogative. Don't wear headphones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Don't wear headphones, yeah. please. So lifting heavy shit can help improve your relationship with your body. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that fucking firsthand. Some people view exercise as a punishment. um, And I wish that they would stop doing that. Yeah, please don't do that. It makes me kind of sad that someone is experiencing that. Um, Exercise should be a celebration of the fact that you can fucking do hard shit. Um, You woke up today. Some people didn't and some people won't tomorrow. So you're fortunate enough to be able to get out there and attack the fucking day. So let's go. Scout. Let's fucking go. Scout. Yeah. No, like that's, that's something I've been trying to like reaffirm with myself lately. It's like, dude, you're still fucking kicking. Don't stop yet. Right. Don't stop yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Fuck that shit. And you know what? Someday, I know we talk about this quite a bit, but I think that the reason we talk about it quite a bit is because we both experience it quite a bit. Um, some days you're just not going to fucking feel like it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I did that yesterday. I rode the air bike for, I rode ass bike for seven minutes and then I went inside after I helped yep. Phil do his one rep max testing was, for chest press. I was, was going like, to do done. five miles today. It's hot outside. And I was like, you know what? And you had to mow. And I, so yeah. So that was my movement for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mowed. Um, I might lift later, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. It's just where I'm at today. I've had a very long week and that's okay. You're allowed to rest. Rest is good for you. Yes. Just it's don't, also don't like, like don't mistake rest with like finding excuses to not do right. something. Right. There is a, there's a difference. But also realizing too like you know, this week just I hasn't really been in the cards to do a lot of the things I wanted to do outside mm-hmm. of work. And that's all right. Sometimes that fucking happens. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not making excuses when I work a 12-hour day or I'm working until 10 p.m. Yeah. I just didn't it really didn't fit that day. You had other shit to do. It's okay. It's you a shuffle things around. Yeah. That's what we talked about a few episodes back. And that's is why. Yes. Yes. Um, like don't, don't think that you have to be perfect all the time. Oh if you God. miss a day, it's okay. Don't miss a week. It's yeah. It's the accumulative effort over the entire week. Yeah. If you got to take a couple days off in a row, it's not the end of the day or the end of the world or the end of your fitness journey. You're fine. Exactly. Signed someone that took like a year off and is just getting back into it is fucking fine. Yeah. You're fine. One of the beautiful things about seeing people on social media, because there are, there are positives, but there are few and far between. Yes. Yes. It's, it's seeing how fitness has changed their mental game. Um, There are so many studies that we can cite to tell you the positive connection. Yes. The positive connection that happens between your brain and your body after an extended period of physical training. A, we've talked about confidence. You're mastering something. That makes you feel so fucking good. Mm. And then, like, the aesthetic thing that comes along with your actual... Like, because it's bound to happen. You will have the aesthetic thing happen if you work hard enough, long enough. And hard enough, long enough is subjective. I'm not going to say that you have to do it at a certain time. But if you do the work for long enough, Mm -hmm. it'll happen. And when it does, you're fucking hooked. Yes. Yep. The second that that, you know, those aha moments, those light bulb moments you have, the second it clicks, it's it, just it like, changes oh. everything. Yeah. Um, so here's another one too. Women who worked out were able to improve their body image significantly compared to those who did not exercise. Researchers also found that the effect of 
on body image was almost immediate and lasted a minimum of 20 minutes after exercise. Do you need another fucking reason to go to the gym? And it's not just women that this is necessarily no, no. for either the certain, the specific study or the specific article we were reading was citing women specifically. Yes. Um, and you know, obviously us both being femmes, that's what we were going to talk about, but right. it, it, it applies to men too, because yeah. psychology is still psychology. Exactly. Um, you will notice that people that have shitty things to say about other people's appearance on the internet aren't necessarily prize pigs themselves and usually that's um we god damn it it makes me so fucking mad that nothing like having a neck beard come up and tell you like you look like a fat if you have fucking issues address them Mm -hmm. don't fucking come at other people because you fucking think you can because of the fucking internet yeah, like sorry you hate being, yourself but we're not your punching bag i'm also not a fucking therapist but i'm pretty sure you need therapy yeah not mark that under not my fucking problem <laughs> take care of yourself yeah jesus christ yeah like <laughs> cheese go, and rice go fucking talk to somebody please because you're fucking manifesting you don't want to be happy like yeah. i that's a, i understand it because i was that person at one time in my life i totally fucking yeah, get but it now you're not and like you look back at and it you're and like, you're like gosh Jesus i was christ why did i waste so much time being fucking miserable and hating people for shit when that was stuff i wanted it was fucking jealousy is what yes, it was yes and that shit i envied sucks. them because i wanted to be that i wanted to have that confidence i wanted to you know feel like i was successful so I didn't say it to fucking people's faces or come at them in a comment section, but I fucking thought it. Yeah. So what did I do? I went to fucking therapy. (laughs) Jeez. What a concept. This is what, so like I, not to like bag on my mom and sister anytime we talk about anything mental, but those two fucking bitches like wrecked me for a while. So I'm going to fucking spill the tea on them. I don't give a fuck. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash M-T-K, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. 
So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K and get 10% off of your first month today. You know, when when I was 27, I got to quit my job in radio and moved to fucking Puerto Rico with Phil. My mom and my sister were so fucking jealous that like my mother wouldn't come visit me until like the last fucking 12 months that I lived there. Mm-hmm. Like how fucking sad is that, that you can't even be happy for your own kid because you're a jealous fucking twat. <laughs> like, I actually had that conversation work on with my mom not that long ago. Like when we, we didn't like make amends, but we were having a conversation after, you know, she apologized to me for some shit and she goes, you know what? I think a large part of me was jealous of the fact that you seemed like you had all of your shit just so well put together. And I never really did until recently. And I was like, well, that's not my fucking problem. No, I <laughs> don't I like, live I, your life. I appreciate you acknowledging that, but like See, work on that stuff. That's now, the difference you know? between your mom and my mom. Your mom's actually willing to fucking own up to She's some self-aware shit. Like, sometimes. I, I shared a fucking Instagram reel not too long ago that was like, you know, I went no contact with my mom because we were in different places. I was in a place of healing. She's in a place where she doesn't want to acknowledge any of her fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and that makes it difficult. Yes, it does. To, it's impossible. To, it's impossible to work with someone that doesn't think that they need to change anything. Yes. It's fucking impossible. It, it, you can't do it. It's no. not achievable. Walk away. Don't waste, <laughs> don't waste energy on that stuff. It's not worth it. Those relationships, you know, as, as hard as it is to, to cut them off or, or get them out of your life are imperative to your fucking peace. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like get too mental health checky about it, but that's taking care of your brain at the same time too. Yeah. Like self-care and boundaries will get you far and it's, and it can be difficult. Totally fucking understand that, but you have to be willing to, to kind of drop some of that stuff sometimes, especially if it's disruptive to your life in yes. any way. Um, yeah. my sister never had a nice thing to say to me really any ever, anytime. Like my shoes were always, my feet are big. My shoes are ugly. My glasses are stupid. Why'd you pierce your eyebrow? Everybody's going to think you're trailer trash. Well, I am white trash, so <laughs> it's only fitting. I have a fucking eyebrow it. ring. <laughs> um, but like, we also fell into the same career. Like she went to school. She went to the same college that we did. She yeah. went to the same fucking program, worked at the same radio station. The difference is she got knocked up at 25 and I didn't. Yeah. So our, our paths vastly fucking right. Your shifted. Life, life's changed. Like that's not my fault right. that she got pregnant. Right. In the back of her fucking ex-husband's Durango parked outside my parents' house. Oh boy. Um, but <laughs> that's how my niece was conceived. Um, but like you, you are not other people. And yep. you can't control what other people think of you. Like, they fucking think I'm the worst person in the world. I'm the biggest fucking villain in their lives. And they don't even know shit about me anymore. Right. And that's on purpose. But they still paint me out to be the bad guy when I'm not even around. I'm the bad guy because I tell people how shadily you treated me. Yeah. That's not my fucking that's not, problem. That's, that's on you. That's your side of the street sorry. shit. Sorry. Not I, sorry. I, I say your side of the street shit all the time because the only thing that you can control, to your point, is what you can control. Yes. That's your side of the street if you want to keep that fucking clean and not let garbage build up, and you should try to do that, that's all you can do. You wanna, I can't clean up your side of no. the street. I don't own that property. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yours. That's your yard. You have to mow that grass. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. You got to rake those leaves. It's not my fucking problem. But like, your tree's over there. <laughs> when we talk about like being like the reason I don't have kids is because I'd be a terrible parent. I know that I wouldn't be a good parent because I didn't have good parents to learn from. Right. 
Like when people are like, oh, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) You don't understand. But like when we talk about being good adults that raise good, small humans, like be an example, move your body, be nice to people. These are all easy things that you can do to reinforce confidence in your kids and show them that you're not a dick. Guess what? If you're not a dick to your kids, they're going to want to hang out with you when you're 50. If you are a dick to your kids, they're not going to want to fucking see you ever. Yeah, like for sure. They'll just be like, bye. Mm-hmm. Like you wonder why your kids don't like you. Maybe it's because you weren't the best parent to right. them. But like figure it out. Fitness can be a positive force for both adults and kids. Yes. So there was a study that came out of, of a group of teens that found that physical activity can help them achieve a positive self-concept and promote psychological well-being. In fact, researchers found that physical activity also had direct effects on body dissatisfaction. What changes have you seen in your kiddo since he started playing football. Oh my freaking goodness. So I was actually just talking about this the other day with somebody. Um, because we have real life like data yeah, in real time. Like I know he's changed. It's so freaking cool. Like I'm trying not to get emotional. That's why I'm taking my time answering this. Um, but it's been so cool to see him. Not that he didn't care about stuff before, but find, find his way, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so he had, you know, in middle school, he tried wrestling, didn't like it, quit. <laughs> tried flag football, didn't super love it, quit. And so he decided he wanted to sign up for a football freshman year, and he did. And we, the three of us, all parents involved, told him, hey, you just got to see this one through. Yeah. But he did, and he fell in love with that aspect. It's probably the camaraderie, I think, is his favorite thing about yeah. it. But he has better time management now. Um, his confidence has like skyrocketed through the roof. He loves weightlifting. This kid decided <laughs> that he wanted to do track because he wanted to be better at football. So he did track too. And then over the entire summer, went to weightlifting and football camps, and he never would have done that before. It's the confidence is freaking cool. amazing. It's, it's so cool, dude. That, and when you see a kid, because it happened to, I mean, as a student athlete, it happened for me too. Yeah. I know it's happening for him right now, and by the examples you gave, it totally is. The work ethic that yes. you find when you like are into some shit. For me, it was like, I played golf. Mm-hmm. I was on the, I was an okay golfer, yeah. but like for your varsity letter, what yeah. up? Um, but like, it's not hard when you live in the middle of nowhere. There's right. like fucking seven people on the golf team. Yeah. But um, like my favorite sport was softball. Mm-hmm. So if I, if it made me a better softball player, I was doing it. I was yep. going to Briar Cliff to go to a weekend softball camp mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking December. I was going to someplace outside of Omaha for some, you know, diamond league fucking tryout because a couple of girls that I played with were better than me. And were like, you should come to this tryout. Like if it made me a better fucking softball player, I was in, I played baseball Mm -hmm. for like, I used to go play baseball with my guy friends because it made me a better softball player. You read the ball better when you know how to read different kinds of pitches. Right. Like it's, if, if you find that, like, and you can find this as an adult too. It's not necessarily I was just, just a say, teenager. I started playing, I was thinking about starting to play, like when I started playing hockey, I didn't know mm-hmm. what the fuck I was doing, but I'm so much more confident there now out on the Even ice. Even in running too. Like yes. I've seen your, you know, your metamorphosis of, well, I think I'm going to start running to like, now you're going to start, like we fucking wrote a running program. Right. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the evolution. Like yeah. you go from being a noob because everybody starts as a noob. You have yes, to. Not yeah. everybody knows everything. And if they say they know everything, they're a fucking liar. <laughs> right. But being uh, encouraging to kids and then seeing them embark on that journey and then finding the things that they like. I mean, that's what that's the importance mm-hmm. of being, you know, a younger kid and a teenager, right? You're figuring out the things that you like and don't like in life. So watching yeah. that that kind of an evolution 
I mean, as a parent, I'm albeit a step parent, it's super fucking cool to see. And it's like rewarding, not only for obviously the kid, but for the parents too. You know, you not that you're not proud of your kids and everything that they're doing, but just like seeing that. I raised a good human. Right. Um, so, you know, being a teenager (laughs) is fucking hard, especially high school. I think middle school and high school are just super difficult. And so for a lot of kids, self-esteem is something that doesn't really exist sometimes. And kids can be fucking mean. And the reason that kids can be fucking mean is because they have parents that are fucking mean. Right. Or they've been bullied or countless other things, you know? Um, So starting to help them build their mental toolbox is super important. Introducing them to fitness, it can be watching an evolution of of your kid come into their own and figuring out the things that they like and just gaining some confidence. Like, do it correctly. Yeah. Be encouraging, you know? Don't put them down for whatever they decide they want to do. That you're just, they're trying stuff out, right? Your kids shouldn't be training the same way you are. They can be. And don't micromanage them. If they're not, if you're paying a coach to coach them, let their coach fucking coach them. Yes. Like. It's mm. safe for them to be lifting weights. Yes. Okay. They are the person that has done many, many, many hours of practical application and education in the topic. You made that fucking kid, but you are not the professional in the room here. Exactly. Fucking step back. Exactly. (laughs) You need to be seeing someone who specializes or has extensive knowledge with young bodies. Because there are like there are certain things like yes, yes we used well, to hear that still, like your growth plate yes. can be damaged yes. if you do this and like of course things can be damaged if you're doing them wrong but that can apply for anybody be you a teenager or be you an adult like, yes in proper form is still gonna fuck you but there are also load considerations and rep considerations yes. that are very different for children mm-hmm. children need more cardio than they need weightlifting because mm-hmm. their bodies are built different and some mm-hmm. like kids bones don't fully like strengthen for a certain period of time either like if you have an eight-year-old that wants to do olympic weightlifting that's totally safe yes. we see kids that are fucking snatching twice my body weight right. on instagram all the time Under and they have coaches the that are guys of a coach yes <laughs> so find the proper person there are plenty of great coaches that can specialize in training kids Let's do some research um and if you need any help finding some you can always shoot us an email hello mm-hmm. at meatheadtestkitchen.com sorry the recycling showed up and a fucking hornet <laughs> flew in while we were recording what an episode, episode today. like what a shit show <laughs> it's hot i'm sweaty the- i about got stung <laughs> fucking fine my recycling bin's empty yeah. though yeah yeah Woo-hoo. but yeah if you have kids be a good example for sure. Like, you wonder why people are dicks. The people that are dicks on the internet now are all people that are our collective age and older. So it's us and our parents. It's not a fucking coincidence. Mm-hmm. You're toxic if you're bred in a toxic area. So don't be toxic. Yep. Like, don't be a fucking comment section Chad or a Karen or a fucking, you know, whatever. Don't be a dick. Yep. Being fucking nice to people is free. I want a t-shirt. Be fucking nice. We just need a Me shirt that says kitchen. be fucking nice with our logo on it. Yes. Can we put can we put our logo on the front and then put be fucking nice in like size sixty four font in yes. the back? Yes. But I mean, like blurred out, you know. I mean Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Obviously, this episode could have been two fucking hours long. Yes, and it could have been because I was like, you put that in before I like finished the bottom part of notes. And I was like, God, I could fucking talk about this for three more pages. And then I saw that. I'm like, okay, I'm stopping. I think it'd be a good good series for us to keep doing. Maybe we do that for the rest of of September, but just risk versus reward Mm -hmm. and talking about different things in the fitness space. Because not everything is black and white. There's going to be a lot of gray area. And a lot of gray area is going to lie within your personal habits, your genetics 
topics and what you like. Exactly. And I think that that would be, that would serve our listeners well. So uh, send us an email or drop a comment um, on some of our posts for this episode this Mm -hmm. week. Um, This is dropping a day late and we can put that out, but wanted to everyone to know why it's a day late. Um, Holiday weekend. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Hope your Labor Day was nice. Um, Go Labor Unions. Woo. Right. Um, So maybe we'll do a a part two or even just make this a series um, in and of itself. But those are just some of the rewards. So with lift fucking weights, damn it. Lift heavy shit. Let's do it. Get strong. Make sure that you're following us on all the socials at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere, except for Twitter, where MTK staff always, always available via DM or email. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. The show notes will be up on MeatheadTestKitchen.com. Buy your fucking merch. Shop.herdatmedia.com or there's a link on the website. We think it's cool. We're biased, but we think it's cool. Sadie offers training. Mm -hmm. We also have three programs out. We are working on the running one as we speak. So that will be dropping soon. Athletics.com. Be fucking nice. Be nice. Don't be a dick. MTK out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday. Helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.